What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 181. We have a very special episode today as we are talking NBA playoffs, joined by a couple special guests. First off, welcome EJP to the show. My man, I appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> for sure. And be up. Welcome to the show as man, well. Thanks for having me. For sure. Thank you guys for coming on. You know, it's been, like EJP said, it's been a long time coming. These guys know hoops, so we're ready to talk hoop. It's perfect time of the year. So. Yeah, and this is definitely long overdue. I think this has been since the day we started the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, for sure. I feel like we I've been talking to, to B up about every playoffs. It's like, we got to get you on. And then I know, dude. That's <laughs> but we're here now, right. so... So today, obviously, the NBA playoffs, we're recording this on Thursday. You'll probably hear this on Friday, but we are going to be predicting the NBA playoffs now that most of the seeding is out. Obviously, the eight seed, we do not know yet, but it doesn't really matter that much. Uh, so let's let's hop into uh, into the games, that the playing games that happened earlier this week. First of all, on Tuesday, uh, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Miami Heat and the LA Lakers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Hawks get the seventh seed, the Lakers get the seventh seed. What was thinking about those games on Tuesday? I thought it was crazy that the Hawks beat the Heat, honestly. I mean, uh, I was looking – I bet a little bit, so I was looking yeah, yeah. at the odds and stuff, and I saw the Heat had beat them like 10 out of the last – 13 or something like yeah. that so I was I was kind of surprised but I think I think Jimmy will come back next game and get him that AC but yeah I, I definitely think that was a surprising win for the Hawks like I don't think going into that game many people were like yeah this Hawks team this is the one that they're going to be the seventh seed. Right. right it didn't seem very likely and like yeah. Pistons legend Sadiq Bay had a pretty good <laughs> yeah, game he, he, he had a couple threes yeah he had a nice sure. dunk too uh yeah the, the Heat played pretty poorly in that game they definitely like made a little bit of a comeback but it was definitely a poor game out of the heat. They do get to play the Bulls, though, on Friday. We'll get into that game a little bit. Lakers-Minnesota, what a game that was. I mean, this that was, was crazy. Came down to oh, the wire, was. ended up going to OT, uh, and LeBron is now 2-0 in the play-in tournament. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's got to mean something. <laughs> got to right? add that in there. Exactly, yeah. Timberwolves <laughs> didn't have Rudy Gobert, so... You know, I, I don't know what the plan is for him as far as this game on Friday. Nothing's come out as far as if he's going to be suspended again or not. I saw he was questionable with back spasms, so that's a little suspicious. <laughs> what? Yeah. That is, that is well, very suspicious. They looked pretty good on they the looked yeah, really no, good. Yeah, on the sure. offensive side, like, they looked locked yeah, in. I they, definitely agree. They really spaced the court with Kat. For sure. Yeah. Out with no Gobert. Mm-hmm. And they, Anthony yeah. Edwards didn't even have a good game either. Say, he had yeah, like one of his worst think, games. and they think he had 10 points. Exactly, or? yeah. Like Torian Prince was stepping <laughs> yeah. up for, for the Timberwolves. So Mike Conley had like one of his best games. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, I think we can, this game was really interesting because it was one of those games where for the first time it felt like, I don't know if we should call it a defensive battle because both teams were just missing shots in that fourth quarter. The last two minutes was sloppy. Two inbounds that get stolen. How does that happen? How do you foul Conley on that three? (laughs) Yeah. And he's clutch. Like he he ain't gonna miss those free throws. But he's falling out of bounds (laughs) like off the baseline. Behind the backboard, feet are together, off balance. That was like one of those plays where it just make him make the shot at that point. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to follow sure. him. Just Seriously. if he makes the shot, you go into OT. No reason to give him a better chance. And like, what if he hits the shot? Right, right. Then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, right. like, and it was like the Timberwolves <laughs> had no business winning that game either. It was right, just like I mean, yeah. they they really like didn't without Gobert, Jaden McDaniels, her obviously, Anthony Edwards didn't have a big game. Like if they ended up winning that game against the Lakers. It would have been a bad yeah. a bad situation for the Lakers, obviously, but they're going to be taking on the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. We will talk about that series here in a little bit. Uh, but let's talk about the games last night. Uh, last night was another couple really fun games. The Bulls versus the Raptors was the first one. I think the East playing is like a lot like less entertaining than the West as far as like these teams aren't going to do nothing right. either yeah, way. I agree. But still, this was a really good game. Uh, the Bulls were up. I mean, they were losing actually for a lot of this game. They make a huge comeback and win behind Zach Levine having a crazy game. DeMar DeRozan's daughter stepping up, <laughs> screaming in the crowd. That was crazy. What, a, what a collapse from the Raptors, <laughs> right. though. I can't believe something as simple. And like, I don't know, they give all the credit to her, but like, <laughs> For real, you're an NBA roster. Can't you shoot 18 of 36 yeah, for an entire game because some gr- little girl screaming in the crowd? <laughs> that was crazy. That was like I did. That was another team similar to the Hawks. I just didn't really expect the Bulls to come out and win that game. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, they, like you said, they were down 19. Like 
That's good. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Zach Levine, had, he had like 37 or 40 <laughs> oh, yeah. almost. Oh, yeah, like dude. he was having some crazy pull-up threes hitting, dude. Like, And DeMar didn't even have that big of a game either. But kind of a controversial ending at that one too. Siakam getting fouled on that yeah, three. Yeah, uh, But then Another misses one. the free throw. So that was a weird call because they called it uh, on the floor at first and then they switched, switched it, it to the yeah. shot, which that made no sense to me. But That was an awful call. That was on the floor. 100%. Yeah. I thought that everyone like agreed that it was on the yeah. floor and then they just randomly switched it. But – it didn't work out for the Raptors as the Bulls end up beating them. Uh, a lot of rumors about Nick Nurse being gone in Toronto, so we'll see what, what happens to them next. And then the later game last night was OKC versus New Orleans. This is a fun game because these are two really fun teams to watch. Mm-hmm, Obviously, sure. no Zion for the Pelicans. Uh, but this game was back and forth the whole time, and the Thunder end up pulling out. Yeah. Awesome. What yeah. I mean, the end of the game was really good. J Dub had a great game. Shea with thirty two. Some... Josh Giddy too. Yeah, Josh he had a good Giddy's game. Thirty one, nine and ten. Yeah. Shea had some big buckets down the Shea's... stretch of that game. And yeah, he the... didn't really show up much in the first half. Oh. I thought he was. And he, he had like seventeen or eighteen half. in the third. I feel I like all his buckets are just so tough, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like he really just gets it's to his spots. Like Kyrie, Brandon Ingram too. Brandon Ingram had some tough buckets in the fourth quarter. Like Lou Dort had a big game as well for the Thunder. Like this is a fun. Thunder team. I know, like, obviously, like, they haven't had Chet Holmgren all year. They have all these picks mm-hmm. going forward. Like, they have to have one of the best futures in the NBA oh, right sure. now, um, especially as, a you know, we're all Pistons fans, so it's something <laughs> we kind of envy they have over there. But, yeah, this was a really fun game, and the Pelicans get knocked out. It's unfortunate because they started off this year so well. Right. Um, I thought they were going to be a legit playoff team. Zion goes down and doesn't return. Same situation as last year. What, what do you guys think about Zion? I know he's kind of like a touchy subject about, like, you know, he's really good when he plays, but when he plays is the thing. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like it's hard. Like, he's coming into, what, his fourth or fifth year, and they mm. got to decide whether they want to pay him or not. I don't know. I, Me, personally, I wouldn't pay him. I couldn't give him the long term just because, like you said, he's not playing. But I don't know. It's, it's a crazy situation to me, honestly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know how you'd pay him. And, and how many games did he even play this year? Like, maybe 35 Jesus it's just tough because like he's he's been very dominant when he plays right, but it's yeah. just like I, I don't even know if he's played at over half a season yet you know no, like, it's, no, crazy. Yeah. So, it's crazy it's really tough but I don't know what they're gonna do going forward they still have a lot of other young players that like they're gonna be a good team but they got to figure it out this offseason yeah. for sure yeah we always mention how availability is the best ability right and like if you're not playing you're not playing and, yeah. and it says a lot to not be playing with for this sure. pelicans roster and how fun and how everybody's up the, the entire time this pelicans roster has been performing well everybody has been in the back seat going yeah but wait till zion gets right. back yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean me personally i've been saying it too i'll be the first one to say that but <laughs> It's crazy to me though, because they they took the Suns to what six or seven games last year yeah, in the playoffs, the like seed. without Zion yeah. too. So it's like definitely expected a little bit more out of them. But yeah, I I just don't get how he isn't almost rushing to get back on right? the court. I mean, like you, wanting to play. Did you guys see what he said? He came out and said like physically he's ready, but mentally he's he doesn't not, feel yeah. like he's Zion. That's what I saw. So yeah, like, oh, and I saw like mean, Larry dude? Nance said something on Twitter too about like because somebody was saying how like all the Pelicans teammates are mad at Zion yeah, for not I mean, playing. Yeah. And he was like, no one does. We're all here for Zion, whether he's ready to play or not. But it's just like, if he's ready to play, I don't get why he's not out there playing, you know? Like, it's tough. But Remember those videos of him playing on the soft court? Where it was like yeah. every time he jumped, he would, it was like a foam yeah. court. <laughs> like, is, is he still doing that type of stuff? <laughs> why know, isn't this guy on the court? That. Yeah. So let's get into our predictions for the eight seed. Uh, these are going to be played tomorrow night on Friday. So in the Eastern Conference, we have the Chicago Bulls heading to Miami to take on the Heat. Right now, the Heat are five and a half point favorites in this one. Who do you guys think is going to win? Uh, it's a tough spot. Like I said, I think Jimmy's going to bounce back. But when you got DeMar DeRozan and Levine giving you 30 each, it's tough. I mean, <laughs> the is. Heat don't score like that. So I feel like if the Bulls get to 110, 115, I think they'll pull away with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, the I Bulls got, pick. I got the Bulls, too. I think Zach Levine's really going to – I mean, every time there's a big game, Zach Levine shows up, I feel like. And yeah. Like what Eric said, For DeMar sure. DeRozan right there, too. 
the Heat are going to have to score somehow, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up. Playing P-Bev is different. Hey, that's, okay. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I, like, I, I thought I was going to be in the minority, but I'm also taking the Bulls. Like like you said, Pat Bev, he's determined to get to He's made the playoffs every year of his yeah. career. He ain't missing it now. Uh, this Heat team, it feels like they've just been off all year. It just feels like it's not their year. Mm-hmm. It took Kyle Lowry's best game as a, as a member of the <laughs> Heat for them to lose this game still. So like he's not going to play that again. Right. I'm taking the Bulls to win this one as well. I think I'm going to play devil's advocate yeah. here and, and take the Miami Heat. I think if there's like a list of uh, – you made a list of seven guys in the NBA that you want to play in a game like this one-game elimination. I think Jimmy's in that list. You don't sure. you don't get to seven without saying Jimmy Butler's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's that clutch when he's that assertive. It's whether or not he comes out and is that assertive from the jump because that's what this Heat team needs. They don't have the options like they – did a couple years, and they had the same team as a couple years mm-hmm. ago, and they made the finals. Yeah, <laughs> Basically right. the same team, right. but they don't step up the same way they were that year. So I think it's going to take a lot more of Jimmy Butler being assertive from the moment it starts, rather than just being assertive in that fourth quarter, Definitely. where he typically gets his mm-hmm. 12 to 13 points finally and yeah. starts shooting the ball. Right. I think he's going to have to come out and try to be that dominant Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. he we've seen in the past. So And I think he's tough to stop when he plays yeah, like that. Give for sure. What a reward for the winner of this game. They get to take on the <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks in a seven-game series uh let's move on to the western conference playing game we have the oklahoma city thunder taking on the minnesota timberwolves the timberwolves are also five and a half point favorites in this one yeah. it's tough because gobert you know like we don't know if yeah. he's playing but like do you want him to play like i, I don't really I mean, know if you're thinking from it as like a from the t-wolves point of view i feel like i would want him to play just because thunder don't have a true center mm-hmm. but then again like we said they were they looked pretty good without him but i don't know it's tough i i like shea gilgis i think i think he'll definitely keep him in the game but t-wolves just i think cat like i said they don't have a center on the, on the thunder i think cat might just get his way for sure lead him to a dub but we'll see so you're going timberwolves i'm gonna go timberwolves yeah, yeah. i'm also gonna go timberwolves just because carl anthony at or Carl Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is not about to have a back-to-back bad games sure. in the playoffs, you yeah. know. And I mean, not that the Lakers are the team to beat, I don't think, but I mean, they were pretty down bad, and he didn't show up to play, and they mm-hmm. still were right in that game. Yeah. So I find this matchup super interesting. Like you said, the Thunder not having a center. Mm-hmm. But that, that might favor the Thunder a little bit, being able to pull Cat out, right. really stress him on the perimeter. Because he's ter- – and we saw what the Lakers did to him when, when when they spread him out and really got going at him, going downhill. He just fouls guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's just hammering sure. guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I can't imagine when he gets switched on to Shea, when he gets switched on to J-Dub and yeah. Josh Giddey, what these – how these guys are going to draw the fouls. Yeah. So that's where I can see the T-Wolves really faltering. I think I'm going to go again against the crowd, and I'm going to go with OKC. <laughs> Yeah. I think uh, Lou Dort on Ant. I, th- I love that matchup. Yep, uh, you sure. have a couple. Uh, you have a couple more options, but then uh, on Cat, that can be an issue. If you don't get Cat in foul trouble, I could see him going for like forty-five. Yeah, no, <laughs> he, for he real. Could That'd go, be crazy. He could go ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I am taking the Thunder. I think they're more likely to win. I definitely like want the Thunder to win. Like I'd rather see them in the playoffs than the Timberwolves. But I do think the Timberwolves are going to win. Like, Jonas Valanciunas was absolutely feasting against right. OKC yeah. last yeah. night. And then he got hurt. And, like, if he doesn't get hurt for that, like, two-quarter span, I don't know if the Thunder end up even winning. Whether it's Gobert, if he plays or not, they still have Cat. Like, I really do think the big is going to play a huge role uh, for Minnesota. It's going to be a fun game, though, for sure. But, like, be upset. Like, Ant's not about to have nine points again, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. he is going to have a good game. Thanks. They're going to get it together. I'm going to go with the Timberwolves, but I, I feel like OKC probably covers that five and a half. I think it'll be really tight for sure. All right, so before we hop into the official playoff talk, I want to ask you guys. Uh, last week, me and Easton did our award races, by the way. Go check that out if you did not listen. The MVP talk has been really controversial mm-hmm. all year. This this heavy, mainly three-man race, we will say. Um, I want to get your guys, who's your guys' MVP? It does Obviously, if it's different than what we pick, we don't care, you know, like it doesn't really matter who it is. But I just I like hearing other people's perspectives of the MVP because it's it's so up in the air right now. 
me personally, um, I mean, obviously it's between the th- top three guys, Jokic yeah. and Bede and Giannis. But me personally, I got to give it to Embiid. I mean, he's leading the league in points. He's played Harden hasn't played the whole year. This is I want to. I'm not 100 percent sure on this stat, but I want to say this is one of Embiid's most games played like in a season. It probably is. I would. So, yeah, like, I would definitely say so. And yeah. I mean, they're three seed, but like, he, I, I, arguably, you got Boston and. Uh, the Bucks, top two teams in the league. I mean, not, not. I wouldn't say any teams in the West would beat them either. So, yeah. I don't know. I think I got to go and beat with this one. But it's obviously a close second and third with Jokic. For and, sure, and yeah. Jokic well, you got to be up. Man, I, you know, I'm not trying to just keep agreeing with Aaron. <laughs> I got to go with Embiid, yeah. though. Like, yeah. Hey, I, we're making you go first. Yeah, I'm going first. He had sure. a lot of big games this year where he stepped up, especially recently, yeah. his last, like, two weeks or mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, 52 points. Yeah, yeah, that game, back that game of the deal. For sure. Yeah, Doc after the game going crazy, yeah. giving him, saying he scored half our points. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. MVP, you know. He was really trying to make that MVP case for Embiid. He wants it more than Embiid does. It is, like, a major thing though because like before that game like Embiid was favored to win but like not heavily and then like after that game he went to like minus a thousand to win the MVP so like I think he is going to win the MVP he's still like the heavy favorite uh, like betting wise Uh, we both picked Giannis but that was just like our like we don't not who he like thinks going to win like who we would pick if we had to pick Um, but Embiid would be my second guy like it's just like and I kind of do hate the argument of like Jokic and Giannis have MVP. Like let Embiid yeah, get one. I hate that. But like at the that. same time, it's like maybe we should give him <laughs> yeah. one. You know, like no, I kind of yeah. understand. Yeah. That, sure. But. For sure. So let's get into it. Let's get on to these first round matchups. You guys want to start in the East or West? They're they're both so tough. <laughs> I think we start in the East. East I think I think the, East, the West yeah. is like crazy, crazy <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. All right, so let's hop into the uh, the Eastern Conference first. We're gonna have the Milwaukee Bucks one seed taking on either Chicago or Miami. Don't think it matters too much, but what what are our predictions for this one? Yeah, I think it'll be a quick series. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think there's much to it. I, I just the Bucks can play big and they can play small. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. I can't see them losing, especially when they, with Giannis, is really just shows up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't oh know yeah. How you stop that? Definitely so. not. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think Milwaukee's sweeping either team. Honestly, I mean, Miami can be tough in the playoffs, but like I said earlier, I think the Bulls are going to squeak by them, and I just feel like they don't have any defense to hold Giannis or even Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. I think they'll get whatever they want. Honestly, for sure. Yeah, there's a cute. There's going to be a trend with me and my picks. I'm like the. I'm like the defense guy. I've I've really bought into the whether or not you can play defense wins you playoff games. I think we've seen the history of it recently, especially in the Eastern Conference with the Bucks making it, the Celtics and the Heat making it in three right. straight years. Yeah. Those are like the three three of the top defensive teams in the league right. those three years individually. And they're still some of the better ones. Miami not as great this year. But that's where I'm sit at with Milwaukee. I just don't know how you score on this basketball team. Right. And and, and if you, you can't score with them, you're you're screwed. They mm-hmm. might score 110 points, but you're probably getting ninety five. Yep. Like you you're you're gonna struggle to hit triple digits. Uh, I'm so so and they're eighth in points per game this year, which is crazy with Chris Middleton in and out of the lineup. Right, right. Uh, that's crazy. Drew Holiday being your second best scorer all year, and he's he's a great scorer and everything. Brooke Lopez being your third. Crazy that this team was so so good this year. I had Milwaukee. I had if I had them playing Miami, I had Miami stealing one. But if if they don't play Miami, I think they're they're sweeping the Bulls mm, for sure. I think I'm the same way. I think if if they play the Bulls, it's a sweep. If they play Miami, I feel like Miami could just sneak out a game. Yeah, like yeah. that's like, just like Jimmy will have some crazy it. game where they get one yeah. game and then that's it. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Milwaukee in five here for this one. Moving on to what I think is one of the tougher uh, first-round matchups here, probably the toughest one in the East. We got the 4-5 series, the four-seeded Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the five-seeded New York Knicks. Um, Right now on FanDuel, the Knicks are plus 172 to win this series. The Cavs are minus 205. So this is the closest first-round matchup uh, odds-wise here. So who do we got here? This is a good one. It is a tough one, but I think – I think Donovan Mitchell is in the playoffs. I think he really just steps up. I yeah. mean, a couple years ago in the bubble, he was crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Going nuts. And no Julius Randle being in the lineup still for the first little bit. That's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big That's knock. That's super tough. I think, that, I think they, like six, I think they get it done in Cavs five or six. six. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think, uh, like Bub said, Julius Randle's a little knocked up. We don't know if he's going to be good for the first couple of games or not. But I think if he is good, I could see it going six or seven. But I got to I gotta agree with him and go Cleveland. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's got that playoff experience. I, mean, I like Darius Garland. I'm a big Darius Garland guy. And then mm-hmm. you got the Twin Towers down low. I mean, sure. I don't know how you're going to score on them. They're a tough them. team, yeah. Karis LeVert off the bench. I don't know if he's starting or coming off the bench right now. But he's a nice little spark off the bench, too. Yeah, I love this Cleveland team. I think they're they're definitely one of my favorite teams in the playoffs just because I've I've been a huge fan of Evan Mobley since mm-hmm. came to the league. Yeah. I'm a big fan of still seeing the two big lineup, but yep. we're seeing the two big lineup in a totally different way. These guys, I mean Evan Mobley can switch everything. Yep. He'll guard 1 through 5, which makes him so versatile, and Jared Allen has very very good feet and he's such an elite shot blocker. To put behind some of those smaller guards, I think it really helps benefit sure. that Darius Garland Donovan Mitchell uh, combo, and I Definitely. think that is that combo of those two is just going to prove to be too much for the New York Knicks. Yep. I think the Knicks are good. I think Jalen Brunson has been great this year, for sure. but I'm not sure that you know R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel right. quickly can keep up with D. Mitch and Darius Garland yeah. for a whole series. I know there's a lot more players, but then you have Mobley. Like when Randall does come back. He's being guarded by Mobley or yeah, or right. Jared yeah, Allen. That's not fun either. And like he, we've seen what Randall has done in his one <laughs> playoff series. Like <laughs> he true. wasn't good. That's for damn sure. So I've got Cleveland winning this game, but I do have them. If there's one team that's ready for playoff basketball, it's the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Those guys play 40 minutes all season long. Yeah. Their starters are ready for playoff basketball. For sure. So I have the series going to seven, but Cleveland winning in seven. How funny would it be if the Knicks? lose to Donovan Mitchell, the guy that they were supposed to get this offseason. <laughs> like they, the Knicks fans would just be, they would be going livid. This one is, I, I this one's so hard for me because I like this Cavs team a lot and I think they, they are a legitimate threat against Milwaukee in the second round. Not saying that they'll beat them, but like they would have a chance. But I think I'm going to go with the underdog. I think I'm going to go with the Knicks here in seven. The Knicks fans are just like, <laughs> yeah. they, they are so eager for a winning for team sure. in New York. Not saying this team's going to go all the way, but like Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell, these guys went up against each other in the playoffs last year, uh, obviously on different teams, but um, it's going to be a fun matchup. Donovan Mitchell is one of the better playoff players in the league, but I think the Knicks are going to win this in seven. I think this is going to be an elite seven-game series with the Knicks coming out on top. Yeah, this is my favorite first-round series by, by in far. In the East. Yeah, in the East. They'll say in the West yeah, like every single one yeah, is better. Yeah, everyone is better. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the three-versus-six-seeded series. We have the three-seeded Philadelphia 76ers taking on the six-seeded Brooklyn Nets. The Sixers are minus 1,000 to win this series. Who do we got and how many games? <laughs> Uh, I don't know how you can bet against Joel and beat him. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't know who they can stop or who they got to stop him. But um, him and James Harden, I just think, got the experience, you know what I mean? I just think they're ready to make yeah. a little run this year finally, mm-hmm. you know? It's crazy that Claxton might be the third best defender in this whole playoffs. Yeah. For Joel Embiid, and it's yeah. still just not even going to be close that's to crazy. enough. I, I would, I would put him, I'd put Giannis and Bam in front yeah. of Claxton, and that's the only guys I want guarding Embiid over Claxton. I, I think, I think it's going to make it interesting, but I don't think it's going to be nearly right. yeah. enough. Uh, Mikael Bridges is going to have to keep hooping like he's been hooping yep. for them to have a shot. Right. I've got Philly winning in five on this one. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to have to agree with Easton here. I think Philly's going to win in five. Like you said, Claxton's a hell of a defender. He can switch the one through five. And that's the thing the Nets do well is switch switch everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm, I could just see Harden maybe shit in the bed one game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's due for Nets, at least one or two Nets sneak a dub out, but I got Philly in five. I'm going to have to agree with him. Yeah, I'm taking Philly in five or six. I, I could see Brooklyn sneaking out a game here, uh, but Philly, like B upset, I think this could be the year that they go on a run. I'd hope so because I feel like that's the team I always think is going to go on a run, right. and then they just never do. So hopefully this is the year that they go on a run. I'm taking Philly to win this one. Finally, in the East, last Eastern Conference matchup, we have the two-seeded Boston Celtics taking on the seven-seeded Atlanta Hawks. Right now, the Celtics are minus 1,200 to win this series. Hawks are plus 750. 
<laughs> this series is funny. I mean, this series is not going to be. I've got Boston <laughs> reading it in four, and I just I don't know of how much analysis I need to give right, on that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, it's clear for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Jalen. I think uh, Jalen Brown and he's uh, about to go crazy this series. Yeah. Obviously. And Jason Tatum, he needs. He's been looking to do make something something happen in the playoffs. You know what I mean? He's for been, sure. Yeah, he's got especially to, after he's that. He's got to make up for the finals last year. He's got to make up for last year. You know. He's, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of questions last year after the finals. With I mean, Tatum got there, and him and Jalen Brown got there. Then it felt like they kind of almost didn't show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It like fell flat on their face. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to sound brutal, but I didn't, I had no other <laughs> way to say it. Yeah, yeah, they sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Celtics. I'm gonna take the Celtics in five. I feel like we'll get one Trey Young like okay. forty piece Villain that game. like yeah. maybe they get a game, but but that's it. Like it's in five, and that's if he's saying in five. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Celtics in four. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference. This is where things get really interesting. Um, other than this 1-8 matchup, I really, I mean, even this 1-8 matchup could be good, but these other ones are so tough. Starting off with the one-seeded Denver Nuggets taking on either OKC or Minnesota. Who do we got winning this series? You're up first in the West. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough one, on him. <laughs> For real, dude. It shouldn't be that tough, honestly. But I think, I don't know, just the Nuggets are unproven in uh, April. They're unproven in the playoffs. I think Jokic is a hell of a player. I just, he doesn't play any defense. But then again, if you play in the Thunder, they don't got a big. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be able to yard That's Jokic. True. I could see. I think the T-Wolves are going to beat the Thunder. I could see I could see the T-Wolves getting one, maybe. I, I could see him getting one on the Nuggets. I'm going to take the Nuggets in five. Gotcha. Yeah, Jokic was actually the worst rim-protecting center in the entire league. I believe it. Out of the the guys who got the stats or whatever. Uh, I thought if the Lakers were here instead of like the Thunder right. or Timberwolves I, or the Pelicans even, Pelicans or Lakers, I think this series gets really interesting. Sure. Right. And you really take a much longer look than when I see it. Like, I've got Thunder written in here. Uh, but I, I don't think the Thunder or Timberwolves, either one of them, can keep up. Uh, offensively with the Nuggets, I think yeah, they'll jowl score them totally. Yeah. So I've got Denver winning this one at five. Yeah. Denver's definitely not going to sweep them, I don't think either. I think I, I think I think they're going to fall apart at least one or two games, mm-hmm. you know. But I got them winning too for sure. Yeah, all you need is a bad shooting night out of MPJ. Yeah, <laughs> like, you've, got a, you've got a chance to win. Yeah, I'm taking the Nuggets in five. It could be six too, like you guys said. I de- especially if Minnesota gets in because like that series they had against Memphis last year in the first round was a pretty good series. Mm-hmm. They won two games in that one so they definitely could uh win two games but denver's still gonna end up winning the series all right this is where things get very very <laughs> interesting here this, this next it. three this series oh. the, maybe the best first <laughs> round everybody <laughs> lean forward literally <laughs> we have potentially the best first round matchup in nba history in this series the four-seeded phoenix suns taking on the five-seeded la clippers right now the suns are minus 500 to win where the clippers are plus 385 I would guess this has a lot to do with the injury to Paul George. They said that he's going to miss at least the first part of the series. Don't know if that means he's going to come back or not. But Kevin Durant will be healthy. The whole Suns team will be healthy. These are two really good teams going up against each other in the first round. So who do we got? This matchup is by far the most fun. Uh, I really wish Paul George was here for the so whole series. I. For sure. I mean, it blows that he's sitting out. And, and and that might mean that if they start off 0-2, that might mean he's done. Right. <laughs> but if they go 1-1, they might be like, yeah, it's time to suit up, buddy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I really hope Phoenix or Phoenix Clippers can pull out one of those early games to make it interesting. At least if they lose the first two, win, you got to win game three. I mean, yeah. that's a must win no matter right. what. Uh, but we I don't know if we've ever seen this many – guys who go down as like the greatest of all time or like not the greatest of all time but some of the greats in the first round yeah i mean five guys who are gonna go in the hall of fame with kd d book chris paul Paul George Kawhi. and Kawhi. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Russell oh, Westbrook. Too. I didn't yeah. even think about that. <laughs> Literally. Like, I mean, he might not be playing at that level anymore. He's <laughs> right. definitely been He's better definitely, at, yeah, at, at the sure. Clippers. Like, this could be the Western Conference Finals. Literally. Like, it really Easily. should be, yeah. Easily. Uh, oh, man. And I have I have Phoenix winning this game or this series in seven. Uh, okay. I think if Paul George was healthy, I would go Clippers. Oh, in I was seven. just going to say that if Paul George was healthy for the whole series, I was taking. I'd be taking them too. But <laughs> I think. I think that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so <laughs> hard, dude. It's so hard. Yeah, it is. 
Who the you got? Clippers are so good on the wing defensively, though. You know? Yeah, so that's it's true. Gonna, it's going to give uh, Durant lots of fits, you know, Kawhi out there. And another one, just having Paul George out there, they pretty much locked down that perimeter mm-hmm. when he's there. Have we ever seen somebody give KD fits? No. No, not really. <laughs> not you know, really, yeah. but like, like, I don't know if they Kawhi tried, will. But like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I'm, I'm so curious to see this matchup between no, those yeah, two. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Is Kevin Durant going to look rattled ever? Because we've never seen it. He's never looked like he's shaken up or worried about missing a shot. None of that shit. That doesn't happen to KD. <laughs> right. And so I'm curious now with the best def- – I mean, the best wing defender we've seen in a long time guarding him, how that affects it. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Yeah. I'm going to have to take the Suns in six. I think, uh, like you said, KD's one-of-a-kind talent. I would, to me personally, I would say he's the best scorer of all time. I think J.J. Reddick brought up a stat saying he's the only player ever to have a 55% field goal, 90% free throw, and a 50% uh, – I saw or that. Or 40% yeah. three-point, so it's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. That's unreal. I mean, he only played, what, 47, 48 games, yeah. but still at that. Still is crazy that either way. That clip is crazy. But, and it's like he's doing it scoring 10 points a game. Right. No, yeah, he's yeah. putting up 30 a game, yeah, which is exactly. crazy. I think, uh, I think the KD versus Russ rivalry, I think that'll keep it a little interesting. But ultimately, I think I think Suns will pull it away in six. Yeah, I'm going to take the Suns in six as well. I, I really battled myself with this one. I am on the same page as B-Up. I think if Paul George plays, like this is a much different series, yeah. and I think I do like the Clippers more. Um, it, it's unfortunate that the Clippers drew this matchup because like it just feels like they have been so close. They get unlucky with injuries in the yeah. playoffs every year. Every the year that the Suns went to the finals, I mean, they if, if Kawhi Leonard doesn't get hurt, they, they potentially go to the finals. So it's unfortunate that the Clippers have to go through this again. It would be it would be cool if they won. Like I would hate to see the Suns team go down early, but I, whoever wins this series, I think has a very very legitimate chance to beat Denver in the second round. Yeah, so. I agree. So I'm going to take Phoenix, but this is going to be such a fun series. 100%. Do you end up taking Phoenix? Yeah, Phoenix and six. Gotcha. All right, so next series, another another really tough one. This one's a weird one because the lower seed is the favorite to win. We have the three-seeded Sacramento Kings taking on the six-seeded Golden State Warriors. Right now the Warriors are minus 275 to win this series, whereas the Kings are plus 225. So... This one is is very interesting because you don't see this the six seed as favored as the Warriors are, um, but obviously this team has the experience over the Kings. So what are we thinking for this one? Yeah, I think this one on paper it looks a little tough. I mean Sacramento's got a historic offense this year. They play at a crazy pace. Darren Fox and Sabonis have had a really good year. I just think, like you said, the Warriors got that experience. Andrew Wiggins is coming back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be a hundred percent or what, but he's just a key defender, a key guy on offense. I mean, he's arguably second best, second most important player last year in the finals. Sure, so I mean, yeah. like, oh yeah, I think I'm gonna take the Warriors in five here. Wow, Damn. five. Yeah. Quick series. <laughs> hey, the Quick Kings series. made it, though. So yeah, they shout made out it. To the shout out to the Kings. <laughs> Darren Fox is one of my favorite players, too. But I, just, yeah. st- I saw a stat today, too, that stuff shoots like 58% against the Kings this year. And <laughs> really? Oh, no. Probably just going to have Ooh, a field day. <laughs> yeah, I really like up. the Kings this season. But with Wiggins coming back, they're a totally different team. Definitely, you know? they've yeah. been They've been missing him a lot recently. And, but I don't think – I mean, I think the Kings give him a little more of a fit than that. I'm taking them in six. I think Sabonis is going to – Sabonis is going to have at least a couple good games. He's For gonna sure. Come pop out, you know? Yeah, I would look at this. This is a, like, good team, iffy season situation. Right. Like, we know Golden State is probably the better team than Sacramento, but they had a worse year, and that has to come into account. Yeah. Sure. Rarely does a six seed make the deep run that they need to. Uh, Sacramento is first in points per game this year. Warriors were second. This could be the highest scoring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, highest scoring series we've ever seen. Like, for real. So it's not like these two teams play incredible defense by what by any means. Uh, I cannot wait. My logic was: I think this series is going to be a long grueling series offense going to be high paced which means guys are going to be getting more and more tired yep. in that seven game series i think at that point the team with more experience wins and that's where i tip the needle to golden state and having them winning in seven okay i've got sacramento taking some games Sam. yeah i think the biggest thing is andrew wiggins coming back i think that that is like the key thing for golden state because that is where they've really struggled is having that extra guy out there where you know steph and clay don't have to do all in pool don't have to do all the scoring um, and Wiggins is obviously a great defender too. This one's really hard because I do like the Kings and I hate the I hate dogging on them because like you know I have, like they have no experience. But like 
they really don't. You know, none of these guys have gone on deep playoff runs at all. Um, Mike Brown was a former Golden State assistant, so he might know a little thing or two about how to stop him. But I am going to pick Golden State in seven. I just think that after winning the championship last year, I know they're hungry to get back there. They're not. This team is not doesn't feel like a first round exit by any means. So I'm going to take Golden State in seven as well. Last first round matchup, another one where the the seeding does not really matter here. We have the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies taking on the seven-seeded Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, The Grizzlies are minus 136 right now, and the Lakers are plus 116. So this is actually the tightest uh, matchup betting-wise. This one's really hard. This one is really tough. Um, (laughs) I think it's going seven either way. I mean... It's going to be tough. I saw Dylan Brooks called, kind of called out LeBron, saying how he's just excited to play LeBron and looking forward to the challenge. <laughs> he was a clown, bro. What do you dude, guys You guys like Dylan no, Brooks? Dude, I hate that dude. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not rocking. I, even just the like the boat. whole Grizzlies team, like their persona is just like, I don't, I'm not a big fan yeah, of it. As they are, the they, got some, shirt. they got some good big players. <laughs> they're, like Char- they're like what Charlotte was last year. Kind For of real, like, yeah. But just good. They're actually good, though. Yeah. It's tough, though. Memphis doesn't, they're without Steven Adams. Brandon Clark. I mean, they got Jaron Jackson, probably going to be the defensive player of the year. He's my defensive player of the year pick, but I just he gets in foul trouble a lot, especially in games where you got Anthony Davis getting, sure. feeding Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. He's going to be taking a lot of shots inside the paint. If he gets in foul trouble, I think they'll have a tough time. So I'm going to take the Lakers in seven, but I don't love it. Yeah. A big fear factor for me for the Grizzlies is losing that veteran presence that Steven Adams yep. was. He's the. He's, you know, cool, calm, collected, ice in his veins type of player. And he, he's always here, you know. You, yeah. you're, you're never going to get this game. The, my hand is level right now for the people <laughs> listening. Uh, you're never going to get, like, the Steven Adams terrible game. Then he's going to have a great game and terrible. Like, that's not him. He's just this guy who's going to be He's the model of consistency. And right. I think that's something that this Grizzlies team might lack in the playoffs. Sure. Again, this is a young, inexperienced roster. And we saw some of that youngness come out this season. We have It wasn't any on-court issues, but off-the-court issues were it was a youth thing and a youth problem right uh i could see they get into a chippy series it goes late again i'm gonna give it to the team with more experience i'm going lakers and seven who you got be up uh, it's hard to bet against lebron in the playoffs you For know real? like he's proven every year that you know he's just playoffs come he's a different player every For year sure. in the playoffs you know and i think anthony davis is going to be like the guy though you know he's going to either make or break the series but Definitely. I think I think it's gonna go seven, but I got Lakers on top too in seven. <laughs> I'm joining it. I, I I wrote down Lakers in seven. I mean like I, I'm rocking the Grizzlies shirt, so maybe I should have picked the Grizzlies, but <laughs> it's just tough because like like you said, LeBron's in the playoffs, like and he missed the playoffs last year and the last time he was in the playoffs he lost in the first round and it's just like He's not – I just don't see it again. I don't see another first-round exit. Plus, also, how much of a dream would it be to have Warriors-Lakers in the second round? Right. Like, Braun versus Steph again? Like, everyone wants to see that. But I guess Memphis versus Golden State would be good, too. Oh, so. that, that series would be <laughs> so <laughs> chippy. Yeah, either way, it would be good. But I, I really do think that you brought it up, EJP, with Jaron Jackson getting in a lot of foul trouble. Yep. No Steven Adams. You got to bring in Xavier Tillman to lock down Anthony Davis. <laughs> Much as I love my boy X, he's he's not going to be able to do it at like Jaron can if he gets in foul trouble. If AD is locked in and can stay healthy, I really think that this Lakers team is dangerous going forward. Uh, and I and I'm going to take them in seven here against the Grizzlies. So we all took the Lakers, uh, which is cool. But like, let's say. You know, it's not it's not totally out of the odds that Memphis wins. Right. Memphis Golden State second round over under eight and a half technicals in the series. Oh, <laughs> like how many T's? That's I a good. That's a great line. That that's is a, right? that's a really great line. Because you're getting one from Draymond and or Dylan Brooks every, every game. game. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the over. Assuming yeah, I'm taking the one game and gets ejected. Sure. Definitely yeah. some double text. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. That, that's actually yeah. That's hilarious. That's a great. That line. would be awesome. I mean, even in this, like, is Shannon Sharp gonna come to these Grizzlies oh, Lakers so game? Bro. Yeah, bro. Right next to Josh. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> that would be so funny if that happens. All right, so now that we've predicted all the first round, we got to predict what the, our finals matchups are going to be and who's going to win the finals. So um, I wrote down some odds for the teams to make it out of the East and West, but that doesn't really matter. I mean, we kind of know all the top teams and everything. So uh, if you guys don't need any time to think about it or anything, like who do you guys got making the finals and winning it? For me, I think uh, 
coming out of the East, I think the Bucks are too high right now. The Celtics look a little shaky. I'm actually impressed with the Sixers this year. I just, I just don't think they got enough. I think the Bucks are a little too deep. They got, they improved their bench a little bit this year with Jay Crowder and Joe Ingles. They got some playoff experience. I think the Bucks will come out of the East, and uh, I just think the Suns they lack the depth, but I think that that big big three big four i think that firepower there is going to get them to the championship to the finals so yeah. i think uh mm-hmm. buck suns in the finals that's probably most people's picks but i'm gonna have to go with that yeah who you got winning out of it though i'm gonna have to take the suns i'm a big cb3 guy got so you. i want to see him get oh, his ring gotcha i i also think that uh the suns are about to be in it i think like eric said there's you know chris you got chris paul kd booker i mean those guys are that's tough to beat. Yeah. It's tough to beat. Playoff performers. I think the Celtics are about to do it this year. Yeah, I think okay. Celtics are okay. It, and I think Celtics are winning it all. I think okay. uh, I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have had enough after last year, and I think they got something to prove, man, and I'm ready for it. <laughs> I, I, I like that pick. I like it. It's an ac- iconic line on this podcast, <laughs> having something to prove. <laughs> something to they prove. Do. It's yeah. always a good thing. Uh, I am sitting here, and I've been battling – like basically all day with who do I think is going to make the finals uh, when we figured out I mean I've been thinking about it all year the East I was leaning Boston for so long that Boston was going to make it to the finals and then all this stuff happened at the end of the year all, all these things come out Jalen Brown's not the most happy he's ever been playing for a team right. playing in Boston understandably uh He's coming to future piston, Jalen Brown. <laughs> future piston. Uh, that'd be nice. So that that's my that's my reason not for Boston. And I think at that point, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think the Sixers have enough if they were to make it and play the Bucks. I don't think they have enough mm-hmm. to stop the Bucks. I, I've got the Bucks going to the finals, and I'm going to stick right with you. I'm going to go with the Suns out of the East. I think of my remaining four teams that I'd win in. I had Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, and the Lakers. I'm taking Phoenix if I see those four teams on the board yeah. uh, all day. In the finals, I'm, that would make, be such an incredible finals matchup. KD versus Giannis. You know, it's, it, can, it offers an opportunity for almost a passing of the torch. Or, a, right. nah, this still is my league. For sure. Like, it, this, yeah, isn't, this isn't yours yet. I'm still the best player here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that is my dream finals prediction or my dream finals. And in that series, I do have the Bucks winning in seven. Okay, I would go with the Bucks. I, mean, I just made a change because I, I I had Bucks Suns too. I'm like I don't want to. I wanted to do something different. So so like I I want Philly to make it, dude. Like I really do. I'm rooting yeah. for him. But I like, kind of do too. I, I don't think they're gonna though. Like I just really don't think they're going to. So I'll, I'm going with the Bucks out of the That's East. Funny. But in the West, I had the Suns originally. But I'm just thinking, like, because I, I, I did, like, the whole playoffs just to kind of map it out. And I have the Suns versus the Warriors in the in the conference finals. How funny would it be if the Warriors beat KD in the playoffs wow. and they beat Chris Paul again in yep. the playoffs? So I'm going to take the Warriors to make the finals again. I'm not very confident in it, but uh, just to be different, <laughs> yeah, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going with Bucks versus Warriors in the finals. However, I think the Bucks would still would still win this one. So I'm taking Bucks in six okay. over the Warriors. Steph does have CP's number. I mean, Steph sure. is straight Playoff up just wise, like yeah. just in general. I mean, he keeps Chris Paul dancing on defense. <laughs> Chris yeah. Paul's touching earth every time he plays Steph Curry defensively. I don't think they'll be having him guard. Him no, no, you're right. You are. Right. That is facts. Yeah. That's true. It's so, not. It's not. It's not L. A. Clippers. Chris Paul anymore. Yeah, exactly. So uh, looking at like odds wise, uh, Milwaukee, who three of us or no, you picked Phoenix, right? Yep. So Phoenix right now is the third highest odds at plus four eighty. Boston, who be up picked, is the second highest team at plus three fifty, and then Milwaukee is plus two forty. So okay. if you want to take our advice, uh, go ahead and do it. So shocking <laughs> that I'm shocked that Boston has better odds than Phoenix. So do yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not feel like that crazy, should be the case. Yeah. I guess they're really probably taking into account the lack of games played together for the Suns. Yeah, and the lack of depth, like I said earlier. Oh, yeah, I mean, good like, point. Their bench is just a little shaky to me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. who's up? They got campaign, Terrence Ross. Tory Craig's going to get Torrey some Craig. huge <laughs> Jock Londo. Like, yeah, you don't, dude, you don't like, got much coming off the bench. It's man. probably just because their path is harder, too. Like, yeah, they got to play the sure. Clippers in the first round. Like, they could just straight up lose in the yep. first, like, maybe. Whereas, like, Boston ain't losing to the Hawks. So, right. so yeah, that's, that's basically it for the playoff predictions. You guys got anything 
anything else you want to add? Like any hot takes or anything like that you want to get off your chest? Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, what, here, do you, what do you guys think about the 65 games for all okay. the games? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, good like topic. That. I've been That's talking to Eric about this a little so bit. So, like, I, I like the idea of, like, you know, wanting players to play more because this year was, like, one of the weirdest years for, like, all the stars played, like, 55 games yeah. and everything. I like the idea I don't know how I feel about it because, mm-hmm. like, it is a good, like, it's smart, but I just feel like the players probably, like, don't mess with it as much as, like, the, the guys want, as, like, the people up top, you know, like, rule for it. So I think it's kind of a little bit of a little bit of a harsh line. It's kind of high, like maybe 60 or 55 would be, but I don't know what the current line is, but I understand why they did it, I guess, is what I'll say. One of my worries is that we have gotten, and Dame recently spoke on this about ring culture and how the NBA is only about rings anymore. That's Mm -hmm. all they care about. And it's a fan issue as well because all fans talk about is rings, uh, and I might fall victim to that. But I, I worry that maybe these players don't, care about the awards enough to even go out and try to play 65 games is this really going to make Kawhi play those extra games or Braun hit that mark if you look at this year's all NBA teams if they would have followed that I mean there are some crazy guys making that list Mm -hmm. that just aren't the star level players they need to be so it could just dilute the award and all of a sudden the best players aren't getting the awards anymore and then it's like well why are we even doing all NBA if you know, Kawhi isn't making it. AD never makes it. Right. Joel Embiid, I mean, who knows if he hits 65 games very often again mm-hmm. in his whole career. Well, uh, awards in the NBA sometimes, to me, like the MVP is not even like that. Like there's so many years that the MVP doesn't go to who like. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah, not the saying best what player. I think is always right, but like the MVP award don't mean much. And the players are already kind of. Uh, players all know that. I've heard multiple oh, yeah, guys I mean, talk about it. I agree with that. I mean, look at Jokic. He won the last two years and didn't do shit in the playoffs. He don't care. Like, right, yeah. yeah. But Good. I just, I'm not a fan of guys like this rest management or load management. For sure. I'm not, yeah. yep, I'm not totally. a fan of it. Like, right, before, right around the All-Star break, uh, Anthony Edwards said something about about uh, how he tries to get out there every night because uh, – there might be some little kid that only gets to make like one NBA game ever, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the kid came to watch him play. He's like, I'm gonna play, you know? Like yeah. I'm just I don't know. I, if you if you can if you're hurt, don't play though, you know? So, yeah. But like also at the same time, there's guys like there's guys that made the all star game that didn't play a whole lot, you know, and guys like Anthony Edwards missed out, you know? And mm-hmm. so I don't know. I I'm, I like it. I think it's different. I don't think KD likes it. He's, yeah, for you know, sure. KD's yeah. definitely not a fan yeah. of it. But And I did see that, like, if a guy plays – because, like, let's say a dude plays, like, 62 games and, like, has an unreal year, like, for sure wins the MVP – but can't because of that. I did see that they can like appeal okay. for it. So like okay. you know, I miss like I actually was hurt. So like, yeah. and then they can win it if that. So like at least they're doing that. Right. But I get what you're saying. Like you know, if yeah. you're a fan, like it's we're all going to see Pistons versus Lakers, and like LeBron and AD are sitting because the Pistons suck and they don't care to play yeah. them against the Pistons. Like that would suck, you know, if right. we didn't get to see them play. So right. I definitely understand that, and I think that's what they're trying to. That's the reason why they're doing it is because they want the load management to end basically yeah uh so my question here's another question here's another playoff question if you were to pick a player so recently the playoffs have kind of killed guys careers in a way because people put so much emphasis which respectfully it's the most important time of the year for basketball if there was a player in this playoffs that you think is going to get exposed who do you think it would be? We've recently seen like Rudy Gobert get, and, I, and I'm saying exposed in air quotations because we all know Rudy's a good player, but mm-hmm. you know opinions and whatever. But he got exposed in the Clippers series. They played five out and went at him, uh, and that was a couple years ago. But right. if there was a guy this season that you think would mm-hmm. get exposed, who's who's typically a player that we think of as a good player, right. who would it be? Damn, that's tough. It's this tough. A, it's tough. It's a, a loaded question, question for me. And the answer I want to give, I don't want to give, but I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so <laughs> like excited. Really, I'm a CP3 guy, but I think it's CP3. I okay. mean, like, I think he could potentially get exposed. I don't think he will right away. First series, I think they'll get by the Clippers, like I said. But I just feel like the the wear and tear on those legs. I just. I just feel like he could get exposed, and I don't know. He's definitely going to be the one bit. getting attacked yeah, defensively. For like sure. they're going to be hunting, switch hunting, and that's for the thing Chris too. Paul. Like Russ is going to just attack him downhill, left and right. For and sure. I mean, like he's probably not going to be checking him. Like he's not going to want to be checking him. <laughs> yeah, 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 He's yeah. going to be on him every like every once in a while at least. It's tough, so I don't know. We'll see, but 
I think if I were to put a player that I could see getting exposed, it would be James Harden. Like okay. of the Philadelphia 76ers. This is just off like the history of Philly, what's going to happen, what we've seen from James Harden recently. You know, we're, we're, we continue to say how, like, eh, it's not really his game anymore. What happens if at this time he just, like, gets clamped and, like, 15 points, 8 yeah. assists type of games? Mm-hmm. That ain't James Harden. That, that's, uh, that to me, and he's probably going to attack defensively because he's James Harden. Right. So uh, I could see him really getting exposed this playoff series. Or it's season. You got yours be up? Or I was I'm also going to say James Harden, yeah. but I think another guy, though, could uh, is Jokic. Because at, oh, the, that's, that's exactly at the defensive end, he, he's just not there at all, you know? And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not saying he's not going to put up his own For sure, points, yeah. You know? yeah, he, yeah, does, yeah. he does at the offensive side, but defensively, you know, it's playoffs and guys are attacking the paint a lot more. You know, they're getting buckets, sure. you know? Like, you know, every basket counts, and mm-hmm. he's just not the. He's not like the anchor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. At the defensive end. You know? I definitely was also gonna say Jokic because, like, I think also just because the amount of pressure that like he has, right, you know, because right. the last two years won MVP and like didn't go far in the playoffs, and now they're the one seed, and it's like no more excuses. Like the team's healthy. He's got these pieces around him. Like obviously, like you said, it's not like he's gonna get exposed by putting up five, five, and six. You know, like he's gonna put up his twenty point triple right, doubles. Yeah, but. For sure. Even just if the Nuggets like lose in the second round, like it's gonna be on him and it's right, gonna be yep. him being exposed. So I, I like the Jokic answer for that. Yeah, they win or lose with him for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And the, that is what's so scary is Jokic had that wall behind him or that protection of while well, Jamal was hurt, while MPJ yep. was hurt, right. and this year he doesn't have any of that, like you said. So I, I I mentioned to Sandal that I could see Jokic getting like almost like a future. Russell Westbrook level hate for his stats of like yeah. well it doesn't really matter you're not really actually doing anything that impressive right which like is a total yeah. that's total could, bullshit but like I could totally no, see yeah, the, sure. the narrative even like, even like Luca, I could see that potentially happening for Luca too like that's fact it's tough but like that play style doesn't work I mean we've seen it with James Harden in Houston like it doesn't work I mean, can't win like that Kobe yeah. in LA when yeah. it, for those years without right. Powell and uh, after Shaq we saw it didn't work that's and Kobe crazy. said that yeah, it's it, unreal. It's, it definitely, yeah. So like, yeah, I like the Jokic. For, I like. I'm trying. I was trying to think of like a sleeper one. Like, but it, it has to be a guy on a team that like it's is supposed to, to go good. on a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't say like Jalen Brunson for the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Like they're not supposed to win in the first <laughs> right. round. You yeah, know. For so sure. I guess it makes sense to say a top. You could guy. say like uh, De'Aaron Fox though too. He's got a lot to prove. That is true. Yeah. yeah. You know, they got. They're going in as the three seed, yeah, the underdog. You for know sure, what I mean? that is true. Home court advantage they got too. Like, yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. Those know? guys that's definitely a, got a lot to prove. A lot of pressure. Yeah. My question's kind of like opposite of Easton's, honestly, but it's back to the playoffs. Uh, my question would be, uh, what player's legacy would be impacted most with the ring this year? Ooh. Okay. 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 Okay, that's fun. Oh, okay, so like oh, I got, I got like a, really I got a couple. Answers. Answers. Yeah, I, I, I got, got a couple. I got two. Okay, yeah, so sure. the big one, the big one is it's obvious, but if LeBron wins the finals this year, I think that he like, Solidifies it's hard it. for people to say MJ's the ghost. Yeah. Though, you know, like I, I mean, like I definitely think that he gets that fifth ring at this age of his. Like if he goes on a run and wins it. Like, that definitely – but he already – you say, like, solidifies their legacy. Like, his legacy is. So, like, that's what kind of why Means it's, like, a bullshit answer. Yeah, legacy. Um, but I 100% think that Chris Paul is, like, the, yeah, the yeah, go-to for sure. answer for this one because he's just always been, like, can't get a ring, you mm-hmm. know. And, like, is it – but if he got one this year, especially after making it two years ago and playing so well in those playoffs, like, it would be huge for, for him. For sure. Yeah. I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as a tandem answer. Okay. Because okay. I think if the Clippers win, it says so much about their careers. I, I've mentioned this. I think Paul George could slip through the cracks in the future. You know, no MVPs, a couple All NBA first teams, uh, never really made a huge playoff run, never right. made it to the finals. They could be huge for his legacy where, okay, now he's got that ring. Like, for sure. He's definitely a top eight two guard of yeah, all time, right. top eight three of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then Kawhi Leonard, just again winning that other ring, yep. really shows third a, a different th- team. Yeah, yeah this yeah, guy, no, is yeah, that third ring is legit. big, like he is, he's a baller. So uh, I would say the Clippers as a whole. That line, no, yeah, yeah, I like that. My guy, I'm gonna have to say Russ. Honestly, like you oh, get, you get that, you keep forgetting you get Russ that on the first, Clippers. <laughs> that first series win over KD and the Suns, like that'd be a huge win in itself. And then if you go on a run after that, like you said, it's wide open if you beat the Suns. So. I think if he gets that ring, that kind of not necessarily revives his career because obviously he's not playing like what he did in OKC, but I think that gives him a little bit more respect on his name. And personally, I think Russ is arguably top 10 point guard of all time already. You know what I'm saying? I I agree, man. For sure. I was 100% going to say Westbrook, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, I'm going to kind of do what Easton did. I'm going to say like the Nuggets, but um, Jokic and Jamal Murray, though, you know, I mean, we've kind of been waiting to see them both healthy and you know, all year, like like Easton said earlier, you know, um, Jokic's excuses, uh, he didn't have any help. You know, mm-hmm. Murray was hurt, and, you know, he's ready to go. Yeah. So it's kind of like... I feel like everyone's kind of been waiting for Jamal to make that one, like that right. one more jump, yeah, too. Yeah, because, like, like, I mean, yeah. that bubble performance he had, yeah, exactly. you know, like, he's that was crazy. crazy. And then we really haven't seen him in the playoffs since yeah, then. That was my favorite so series of all time. That, bro, yeah. Yeah. that oh was crazy. God, that, was <laughs> that was, like, that was the craziest thing ever, That was dude. the greatest yeah. time of oh, my life. I know. Like, him really just talking about that, like, that was the most locked in I've been to the NBA Literally, dude. There's nothing else to do. just watch the bubble. Like, oh, those were the days, bro. The players all, like... Like, I shouldn't say they all loved it, but they all said how awesome it felt yeah. to be like there. Like a big AAU tournament. Yeah. They're all just hanging out, yeah, eating food together. Reminiscent. J.R. Smith said it was like the ABCD camp when they were kids. Like, it's the first time that much talent has been in one spot right. ever. Yeah, like, there's never been that that culmination yeah. of skilled basketball players. Maybe other than the Olympics, I guess you could say the Olympics. Right. But that, that was the most unreal watching experience as a fan For ever. Sure. Yeah, I think I, I just thought of one more answer for your question. Uh, and it's it's another, like, top player, obviously. But, like, if the Bucks did win it again this year, like, Giannis would be kind of heading in that track to, like... For sure. Could he potentially go down as, like, one of the best ever? Yeah. You know? Like, having that second ring already. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win the MVP, but, like, he's been first-team All-NBA again. Yep. You know, like... If he won another championship to get his second ring this early, like it would really get him in that direction of like he could go down as one of the best ever if he continues to win. For so sure, I think that's a good answer for that too. Then he could finally win the MVP next year. Like they, <laughs> they would just give it to him. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess you did win the chip last year. We'll give it to you. <laughs> All right, you guys got any other uh, any other questions or takes or anything you want to get off your chest? This is this is your shot. This is whatever you're thinking. If you've got a Killian Hayes take, Bob, I don't know if you feel strong. Hey, Killian Hayes was top 20 in assists and steals this year. You know that? It's balling. And the whole NBA. Hey, I'm a killer fan. But also, like, everyone sat out all year. He played every game. Who do you think's getting the first pick, though? You think we got it again? No, no, there's no shot no. the Pistons get it, dude. Like, there's no shot. That's they're, what I'm saying. They're going to give it. With. They're going to. I think the Spurs is the team, mm-hmm. but I think a team that, like, that that would be cool, like for the league wise. I think the Pacers, if they got it, like him and and Halliburton together, mm-hmm. would be such a nasty. Dude. Same yeah. with like oh, yeah. the Hornets though too. Like yeah, like yeah. to pair him with like because the Spurs, it would be his team. But like if they want to make like a nasty young duo, but like the Pistons fit that too though, dude. <laughs> like, so I mean, if if he went to the Pistons, Pacers, or Hornets, I think it'd be really cool for sure. But I think he's gonna end up with the Spurs. I that that's my guess. My team that I would go like. Oh my God! Would be if Portland jumps oh, up to number one. They could Dame and Wemby together. What do they do though? Like at you that just point? you just run it. I mean, you just got to keep doing what you've <laughs> yeah. been doing. You yeah. finally gotten Dame a co-star. Like you just rock with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It doesn't matter if he's twenty years old. Like he's he's gonna be solid yeah. at least. And then he doesn't have to be this ball dominant, high expectation right. player immediately off the league he can feed off and play off dame and oh that would be unreal yeah. un, un, unreal who are you guys thinking <laughs> i, I just know, feel like they're honestly, not gonna I give think, it to the pistons no yeah dude. i don't think the pistons will get it. i feel like we're gonna end up with i don't even know honestly probably brandon miller <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. i'd be cool with really, it i mean like, like who's, who's the other guy scoot henderson yeah, which, i mean we don't that's need a, a guard dilemma, yeah. yeah we don't i like Give us but, the first or third pick. Like, yes, that second pick is a tough yeah, spot. For sure. Begin, dude. And I mean, like, I doubt we can get much if we do even think about trading it. But, like, right. yeah, I think it's Victor Bust, in my opinion. But I think it's going to be the Spurs. I got to agree with you. Yeah. It's such a perfect landing spot for, like, Pop to yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, they don't have a center either. They're like yeah, the Thunder. Exactly. They got yeah. Zach Collins. Yeah, facts. Like, facts. Tim Duncan 2.0. Yeah. And back to the Spurs. For real. 
I'm gonna say Pistons, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird. hell yeah, bro. I'll say get him and get rid of some of these other centers we got. Yeah, Ride with dude, Duran, sure. dude. And we got get some lot. wings, dude. dude. Yeah, get someone like some Bi. Stu's got to get out of there, dude. Not a Stu fan. I mean, like, I don't know. He's undersized. Mm-hmm. He's he's good defensively. Don't get me wrong. He's got the like intensity and stuff, and like he's trying to expand the, his game out to the three. But like, just the percentages aren't there. I want to say mm-hmm. he's shooting like 33 yeah, percent from the three. It's like. Might be lower. Yeah, dude. It's just I don't know. It's not working out. I feel like I feel like Duran and Wiseman got a little bit more promise. Yeah, yeah I would I, agree. I, yeah, I think definitely. if Stu can slide over and play some four, yeah, I think that's huge for his like mm-hmm. the future of his career. Yeah, I don't think there's many teams that's that are was, like we love this. We want to bring in him right, to be no, our yeah. five. I was talking to my buddy Cade, and I was just like, dude, I feel like if we don't sign Stu back, he might be out the league. Like he might be 11, 12th guy off a of bench, maybe. But yeah. like yeah. he ain't playing. He ain't, definitely ain't starting anywhere else. Like no, no hell no. I don't know. It's crazy. If you get the first pick. You like you might have to take a look at like trying to package a lot of these young dudes and make a trade and yeah. get, you know get a Brandon Ingram s player. I don't know right. if a guy like that's going to be available, but like, like he said, Jalen Brown would be sick. Yeah, it would be, be so it'd be crazy. Like a wing, you know, someone yeah. that yeah. I mean, we don't need a someone that can play next to Kate and Jaden. Yeah, a like, lengthy nice wing yeah. that can hit shots. Like we need the more three point defend shooting. multiple positions. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, that sounds like Jalen Brown. To sounds me, like JB. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just it's him. That's a that's a big package though to go get him. So. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna cost. The team that I think is scariest to get Wembenyama though would be like if if the Magic jumped up and got the first That'd pick. That'd be crazy. Dude, that is scary. For I mean, sure. they just already have so many good young dudes, and yeah, then to dude. add him like that would be that'd be terrifying for Pistons going forward oh, having God. to play that team in <laughs> the, the playoffs. The duo of Paulo and Vic would be insane. Yeah. Like you, you don't have to worry about nothing <laughs> between your dude. four and five. You know They're what's scary though, Kate what? and Vic. Yeah, the Pistons will be back next year, bro. Like it was, it was a year to forget this year. But Cade is back next year. Ivy's gonna continue to grow. Like I- I'm excited to watch the Pistons. Depending on what happens, obviously, you know. I'm sure. hoping they I make just, something happen. I think they do. I need one thing to happen, and Corey Joseph cannot be on the roster next year. <laughs> God, I hate That's watching dude, that. Dwayne man Casey, play. that dude, he loves him. Best bro. Friend, he's got to be gone because Casey's gone yeah, too. He's got to yeah. be gone. But Casey's in the front office. That means <laughs> he's going to get in the GM's ear. <laughs> Don't move him, him for another three years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God, good deal. He's a cool guy and everything. For sure. But like, if if he was on the team, but they promised us that he will appear in less than ten games for sure year. like, like Udonis right. Haslam wrong. I, literally, <laughs> yes, yes. I would be cool with that bro you'd be an awesome Udonis Haslam sure. like you'd I'm be all so for the, cool I'm all for the vets off the bench and stuff but like literally like the last 30 anymore, games like. of the year he was playing 30 minutes a night and it's just <laughs> like dude like I don't want to watch this literally bro. like bro. I'd rather watch RJ Hampton like get these minutes or something but all right guys I think that's going to be it for today's episode once again thank you to EJP and B up for coming on appreciate you guys yeah. being here yes sir thanks for having us for yeah, sure thanks, and go check out our last episodes everybody this will be out on friday when you're listening and go check out some nba playoffs let us know in the comments who you think is going to win and that's all peace, peace. see ya peace.